This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's bring in Eric now to give his take on this. He's the co-host of Foul Territory TV, uh, played 11 years in the big leagues, which is quite the accomplishment. Eric, do you think it's harder to have hot takes in baseball? way easier because they play every single day we don't have to wait till sunday or we don't have to wait till you know the the whole you know not letting the nba player get tired so it's like ah, eh, we didn't really follow this game this was going to be a wash it's an easy game for the nuggets when the sixers come in town in the middle of you know in the middle of February, because Joel's not playing, Ben Simmons can't shoot, Harden's not playing, you know, all that stuff. Baseball, every single day, there's something going on. So it's really been it's really been easy for us. But you are right. I heard you say it before. Nobody, like, all it was was the MLB Network. And the MLB Network is 100% driven by the owners. So if the owners are like, well, hey, Chelsea, don't say that. You'll be like, all right, well, you pay my paycheck. I won't say it. That's easy. Don't say anything about Oakland absolutely trying to get out of Oakland when they have great fans. Like, you're like, okay, I won't say that. I don't want to be fired. I didn't know that. Uh, That's an excellent point, but you're right. Uh, People have to bow to the money, I guess, that they are paid. Uh, But let's switch gears to the show that you're on, which I've seen clips. It looks very entertaining. It's you. It's AJ Pruszynski. It's Scott Braun. You guys do an amazing job of covering the angles in baseball. But let me ask you this, because I know you guys have incredible baseball insight. Obviously, you play 11 years in the big leagues. Has the foray into betting been frustrating at all? Because I feel like baseball is one of the harder sports to bet on because any team can lose to any team on any given night it has been so frustrating it's so funny because i'm down like well now i'm down because i won last night so i was down like fifteen hundred dollars on the season so far it's a shit i know it's not good i'm like i'm like 11 and 22 and i consider myself i know i know i consider myself somebody that knows baseball or at least i thought i did right and I, you know, I've been learning throughout the process. I never, I never bet on baseball before this, but it's something that I'm learning that, okay, like these are some things that you got to look at and it's okay if you lose this. My, my biggest issue, I was, I was taking a lot of run lines and I picked the winner in six of the seven games, but the run line, the hook got me in six of those seven games. So Ugh. I feel like I'm really close. But then I'm just like, I'm like, like I said, 11 for 22, but I'm, I feel like I'm about to get hot. I went for a 0, 0, and, 0 and 10 or 0 and 9 stretch, but it is tough until you start finding your sweet spot, until you start learning some trends, because I'm big into the numbers stuff. And then I also kind of go with my gut with it. And it's, it's been working out, but it's a, it's a sore spot for me being down $1,500. Oh, man. Eric, I wanted to ask you because your show has two ma- former major league catchers and you're one of them. What are your thoughts with the new rules, especially with the stolen base? I said that if there were some doldrums that people had about baseball, stolen base aspect was missing. When I was a kid seeing the split screen to see if a guy could get two feet on the carpet, you know, like, oh my God, this guy's getting picked off where he's going to steal a hundred this year. 
I'm looking at numbers and like stolen base percentages are the highest since they've been keeping up with this stuff as a catcher. Cause <laughs> you know, the down feeling at the little league level, what must it be like for a lot of these major league catchers who suddenly have to have the ability to throw out runners, stealing bases. <laughs> it's I, I, I could never appreciate more not playing anymore. I'm sitting here going, oh, man, my arm is killing me. Like, these guys, they're they're running on them. And ultimately, you know, this isn't like an industry secret. Base stealers right. are stealing off the pitchers. Yeah. And the new rules with the disengagements have really made the pitchers look at it and say, I, you know, I got to take a little more ownership. Because before, it was just – it was just snot rockets and smelling salts and see how far I can see how hard I can throw the ball as a pitcher. Now it's like, Oh, wait a minute. If I let him get to second base, that's like giving up a hit and I can actually do something about it. So it, to me, it's been really cool because I like seeing the little stuff in the games. It's not just the stolen bases. It's pitchers needing to use the clock, kind of like a quarterback running the play clock down to three seconds and snapping then they run it down to one second and snap, you know, just so that those guys don't come in and crush them. It's the same thing with baseball now. So I really like it for my for my catching cohorts, the other guys that are still in the game. <sighs> Keep on throwing, boys. Like it's it it's tough for them, but it does. You're, you're exactly right when when you talked about how the game you know, the split screen, I wish they would go back to the same split screen again. I think that was <laughs> exciting to watch. And they couldn't figure out how – because the most exciting play in baseball is the triple. But yes. stolen base is a close second because there's just so much anticipation. Is he going to go? Is he not going to go? And it's really shown some athletic sides of, of some of the catchers in the game, like Sean Murphy, JT Real Muto, Will Smith, guys that can really throw. Okay, Eric, real quick follow-up. Sign stealing. Is it always been a thing, or is this something that people are trying to adjust to? Because if you remember, I used to, because I played not at obviously the level you played, uh, but the, the twinkling of the fingers that you used to see when a guy was leading off a second. If he twinkled with the left finger, he was telling you it was to the outside. If he twinkled with the right finger, it was the inside pitch. Those days used to be apparent to everybody that these things were happening. Why do you think there's such this personal animos now about things that have always been going on in the game with sign stealing? Uh, you're right. It has been going on forever. My thing about it is I feel like sign stealing is like why kids are afraid of the dark. There's nothing actually in the dark. You just can't see it. So you're like, oh, there must be something there. So sign Man. stealing, it's – and. Believe me, as a catcher, you see it, and I'm back there. I'm looking. I'm always looking around. I'm leery because as soon as I hear of some way that somebody stole signs from second base and relayed mm -hmm. them into the hitter, my mind's like, okay, well, what else could they do? Like, mm -hmm. that guy, just he just looked to the right. You know, he could have <laughs> looked to the right because he heard somebody say something like, oh, no, no, every time he looks to the right, it's because I'm throwing a breaking ball. All right, we got to switch it up. We got to switch it up. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those things that as soon as you're there's so many conspiracy theories like i'm looking at the scoreboard wait a minute why does that light blink what okay well because <laughs> there's two strikes now all right that, that's fine you know you're always looking at that kind of stuff and 
with more camera angles, there's more chances of stealing signs and stealing locations. So that's that's a good thing in the game. It makes it makes for good theater. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's talk about World Series winners, because even if you're not winning your daily baseball bets, those can be tough. Baseball is a large sample size sport. But who do you have a feeling on that's going to be a contender come this October? Because right now it's the Braves favorites to win it all five to one Dodgers plus 550 Rays, who we know have had an epic start are plus 650. Is there anybody you have your eye on? I, I mean, I really like the Braves early in the year. I'm still a Yankees Yankees favorite. That's who I put a little bit of little bit of cash down on early with the Yankees. Um, you know, if you're looking for like a like a come out of nowhere type of team that I think has a roster to really do it and is going to pay you huge dividends, I think they're coming off. Oh, you guys have the list right now. Okay, that's a little higher than I thought. You know, if you want to put down a little bit to get a lot, the Twins are a team that I really like because of how their rotation is filling out and their bullpen. They have they have the ability to make a run. Not a lot of people are talking about their about their lineup, and I think the AL Central is going to kind of allow them to come into the playoffs and be fresh and healthy because they're not really going to have a lot of a lot of teams fighting them in the AL Central, but. All that to be said, you can't, I mean, you can't go wrong. If you're getting five, what does that say? 550 for the Dodgers, like the Dodgers and the Astros. I think, I think the Astros at plus 750 is that's, that's a bargain. So if I were to choose right now, I have to stick with my Yankees pick, but I'm going to definitely throw a hundred down on the Dodgers and I'm going to throw a hundred down on the Astros. I stay away from the Rays. I stay away <laughs> from the Rays. They're hot. But injuries, they run their bullpen to the ground. Now, they go and get other guys, and they start running those guys to the ground. The difference is when you get other guys that don't have as much experience, then you get in the playoffs, you get a little more panicked in the playoffs. So experience really plays, and the solid core to lean on for pitchers really plays too. All right, so only a couple of minutes left. So a quick one here. What is one thing you wish casual baseball fans knew that you know as a former player? Man. Is that a tough I, one? I honestly wish, no, no, that's a tough one. I like that. I wish they knew how, like, the personal side of players more. Baseball never mm -hmm. allows that. Football loves it. Basketball thrives on it. I wish people knew the personal side of players and hopefully that's what our show is, is bringing out that, you know, these guys, some love hunting, some hate hunting, some are awesome at golf, some stink at golf, just like us. But it's one of those things that that personal side, I wish, I wish people knew more about that from baseball players. Right. And maybe that goes into the marketing of the personalities, which I know is tough, but still, there's some excellent personalities out there in the major leagues. You just have to look for them. All right, you have to look look for him on Foul Territory TV. He is Eric Kratz, played 11 years in the big leagues, and find him on Twitter at Eric Kratz31. Eric, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. This was fun. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.